0: Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy, thankful Thursday. This is Rochelle. I am your greeter this morning. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning?
1: Top of the morning is Sister Sabrina. Thankful Thursday, Declare Victory. God bless you and have a good day. Can you please pray for me and my family, my um, children and grandkids so we can get closer? Bobby and Miracle as my kids and my three grandchildren, please.
0: We'll lift your family up. Thank you, and Have a great day.
1: Same to you, Queen.
0: Good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Rochelle, who's
2: joined the call.
3: Hello, hello, good
0: morning, happy, thankful Thursday, who's joining the call and would like to say good morning. Good morning, welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning?
4: Good morning, it's Susie.
0: Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Happy, Thank thankful you. Thursday.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Keep me in your prayers, please.
0: We got you.
2: Thank you so much. Good morning,
0: family. Good morning, Shell. Thankful to be alive this morning. It's Didi, just rejoicing in his goodness. Love you. Going on mute
3: love you, too. Good
0: morning, Dee, Dee. So glad that the father came in and tapped on us and said, my child, wake up. It is time to get it. Let's go. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning, let's for let's go. Good, morning, Good morning, sissy. Let's go.
3: Let's get it. Let Let's go. Let's get it. It's Tell It Thursday. It's Tell It Thursday. Come on. Come on. Good
0: morning, family. Welcome to Declare
3: Victory. Who's joining the call would like to say good morning. Yes, have your way today, oh God. Have your way in
0: our lives. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory.
2: Anyone there wants to say good morning,
0: wants to say hallelujah, wants to say praise hallelujah praise as my sister and my
3: brother say, who's there? Who's there? Good morning. Morning, Joy-Joy. How are you?
0: Good morning family.
5: Um, I was gonna bring up prayer request, uh, show for Terry. I okay. mean you got it? Or you need to say it? Say that again. I said I wanted to put in a prayer request for Terry and his family. Uh-huh.
6: Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I today. believe you had
0: Terry
2: Green and his family for spacemaker surgery. Yep.
0: So Terry Green for say it again?
2: The Pacemaker surgery in his family.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, I got it. Okay,
2: all right, cool. All, all right, you. thank you. Sir. Yes, has mm-hmm.
0: anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning?
3: Good morning, this brother Michael. Happy Thursday!
0: Good morning, and brother Michael, happy
2: Thursday. Oh, tell me, stop tearing at the box.
0: Good morning, family. Would anybody else like to say good morning before we get started with the call? All right, if not, I know you all eager in spirit. So, if I could ask that you all go ahead and mute your lines, we'll go ahead and get started. Good morning, family. This is Restored Resilient Rochelle, and I am your hostess this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure you continue calling in during the month of September, where our monthly theme is entitled Evangelism and Discipleship. Each declarer will focus on the care required in loving God as you sit under his teaching, along with those who proclaim God's word, announcing the Savior's coming. Make sure you invite a friend and a family member so that they can be blessed as well. There is one announcement today, Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for a Walk It Out Women's Call. It's hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be studying, studying the book The Bait of Satan by John Brevere. The call takes place by calling the same number tonight from 6 to 7 Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard. Please dial in. We have uh, prayer requests submitted by the app. They are, let's see. So, no recent prayer requests. We're going to keep Lynn and her husband packed up for complete healing and strength and to restore their joy. We have a couple verbal prayer requests. Um, we're praying for Gloria's cousin. Uh, Terry Green and his family as he's having a pacemaker place today. We're praying for Miss Diane and her husband for strength and complete healing. Um we're praying um for Sabrina for her family and keeping Susie up in prayer and continue to pray for one another. And we're also praying for those who, um, especially for those who are in the hospital or in the emergency room experiencing problems. So we just wanna keep those um, folks up as well as your personal prayers. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by uh, Miss Barbara. The declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. Then we will go into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Miss Barbara. And the declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. The scripture for today is Romans 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile may the lord add a blessing to the reading hearing and doing of his holy word i pray that you all are blessed if you please remember to put your phones on mute as we go to the throne of grace have a blessed day everyone
6: hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah
5: i praise the name of the lord this morning heavenly father i come to you this morning once again Thanking you for allowing us to wake up and see another day, Father, for someone didn't wake up this morning, Lord. We
6: thank you for this thankful Thursday, Lord. We're thankful every day, though. Father, I pray that you would continue to
5: lead and guide us in the direction that you want us to go, Lord Jesus. Father, I just praise your name. I magnify your name, Lord. I honor you, Father. Your will be done in each of our lives, Lord Jesus.
6: Heavenly Father, you heard the prayer requests that were mentioned. Uh, Miss
5: Diane and her husband, I just lift them up for strength and comfort, Lord Jesus, and healing, Lord Jesus. Father, I ask that you visit all the hospitals and the emergency rooms and touch each person with your healing hand, Lord.
6: Allow the nurses and the doctors to um, look to you for guidance, Lord Jesus. Continue the blessings only you can bless, Lord. Lord, I lift up Terry Green this morning, Father, for he's going into surgery
5: for a pacemaker, Lord Jesus. I ask that you touch those doctors and nurses' hands and their minds and their hearts, Lord, so that everything goes well. Father, I lift up our police officers and our firemen and our mayors, our governors, our city workers, Lord Jesus. I lift up all the doctors and the nurses and all the staff and all the hospitals everywhere, Lord. I lift up the DV family to you, Lord. There were requests that were spoken, but there were also unspoken requests, Lord. You know what we need before we even ask, Lord Jesus. I lift up Sabrina and her family for closeness, Lord Jesus. I thank you for Um, your presence in our lives, Lord Jesus. I just magnify your name, Father. I just can't thank you enough. My heart is so joyful this morning, Lord. Even though myself am still in bereavement, you just allow me to have the joy in you, Lord Jesus, just speaking your name and knowing that you're there for me and that you love me, Lord Jesus. I lift up Marjorie, my friend that Preparing to go to Europe, Lord. Give her and her group traveling grace, Lord, and safety and protection, Lord. I lift up Susie for health and healing, Lord Jesus. I also lift up Lynn and Pat for healing, Lord Jesus. You know the situation, Father. And I just ask that you allow them to trust you and know that you have everything under control, Lord Jesus. Father, as we take our phones off of me and we continue to praise your name and lift you up, I just continue to pray your word back to you, Lord. For whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty Lord Jesus. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save me from the, of the
6: deep, Deadly pestilence, Lord Jesus. He will cover me with his feathers, and under his wings,
5: you will—I will find refuge, Lord Jesus. Your faithfulness will be my shield and rampart. You will not fear the, i will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, Lord Jesus, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plagues that destroy at midday. A thousand may fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but it will not come near me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most
6: high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
5: No disaster will come near your tent, Lord Jesus. For he will command his angels concerning you and guard you in all your ways, Lord Jesus.
6: They will lift you up with their hands so that you will not strike your foot
5: against the stone. Thank you, Lord. You will tread on the lion and the cobra and you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. Thank you, Lord. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life and will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Most gracious heavenly Father, we came to you this morning, Lord, with full hearts, Lord. Thanking you for being our Lord and Savior. Thanking you for being our protector. Thanking you for being our Jehovah Rapha, Lord Jesus. I just thank you this morning. I just praise you, and I just magnify your name. Lord, as Tanya comes this morning with a word from you, Father, I just ask that you would open up our hearts and our minds and our ears so that we hear a word from you this morning, Lord. Allow her to touch each of us, Lord, in a special way, because we know that there's a word from you that she has for us, Lord, and we want to be prepared to Receive that word, Lord Jesus. I just praise you and I just magnify your name, Lord, and I just love you this morning, Father. I just ask these things in Jesus' name as I pass the call to Tanya. Can you guys hear me? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, I do want to give a disclaimer. I have really, really weak signal here at the house. So if, in fact, the call goes out like we did, please, somebody text me, and I will make sure that I switch to a landline. Amen, amen. So how y'all doing this morning? Don't take your phone off mute. I hope you are doing well. And I want to remind you once again to please check and triple check your phones to make sure that they are muted so that we can protect the integrity of the call. Amen? Amen. Thank you so much this morning, Miss Barbara, for prayer and our greeter. I really appreciate you guys. We cannot do what we do without y'all so we appreciate you. And I am going to go ahead and jump right into the declaration that the Lord has given me. Before we do though, I want to I, I wanted to um also say this. If you're new to the call, just want to give you the layout. As soon as I'm done with the declaration, we're gonna open the call up for greetings again. So if you didn't get a chance to say morning and you'd like to, you will to. But we'll also Fears and you know, if you have questions that are related to this lesson or declaration that I give this morning, you'll be able to ask those questions or if you have a comment or you got something really um uh like I call it a god you had a God moment, if that you experienced that and you want to share that, you'll be able to so I just wanted to um give that layout. So um though though this wasn't my intention, the declaration, uh this declaration is a spin-off of my declaration over the past couple of years. I've been talking about a carpenter and carpentry and building. Uh and you'll see why shortly jump in. According to Advantage Lumber Company, lumber is generally sized according to its thickness, like rough fawn lumber that is dimension. Heard the term a two by two, a two by four, a two by six, a four by four, a one by two, et cetera. These, this lumber is measured in specific width. Yes. Hello? Can you hear my? Oh, go. Okay. Hold on one second. Is that any better? Is that any better, Barbara or Rochelle? Yes. No? Okay. I'm just – give me one second. I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call in from a landline. Give me one
6: second.
5: Hello, it's me. Can you hear me? Somebody. Can you hear me hello
2: yes ma'am
5: okay thank you all right so I'm going to start all over (laughs) because I don't know where I started to jump in Um, according to Advantage Lumber Company lumber is generally sized according to thickness like rough sawn lumber that is dimensional lumber for example I'm sure some of you have heard the time the term um, a two by two a two by four a two by six a four by four a one by two etc um, which is the so the timber or the wood is measured by specific widths thicknesses and or lengths a two by two timber is an incredibly versatile structural um, building material that is suitable for both indoor and outdoor use thanks to the sealing and treating of the timber. So you can't just put it out there raw, especially if it's gonna be outdoors, you gotta treat it. A few examples of two by two treated timber can be used for like in roof and flooring joists, as part of a building structure's timber frame, Um, outdoor decking, uh, because of its durability and and because it's moisture resistance is really good for outdoor decking, outdoor frames, fencing, garden sheds, and garden furniture, and there are many, many other uses, um, but those are just a few. By now, you guys probably think I'm an expert in do-it-yourself girly kind of stuff, or someone who's well-versed in the carpentry trade. Let me tell you something. Uh, Nope. (laughs) Not at all. I teach, write, and serve. That's what I'm good at. The only thing I'm good at building is programs. And relationships that's that's it um, but the, so the title of my message is two by two not the timber that is processed for building projects I'm talking about the disciples that Jesus paired up to evangelize uh, if you want to go with me to Luke the tenth chapter and the first verse that is my foundational text although I'm going to use other scriptures so that's Luke ten one and I'm gonna be reading from the NIV. After this the Lord appointed seventy uh seventy others and sent them <clears throat> excuse me two two by two <clears throat> ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. So the the question that came up in my mind is what is the after what? It just It's like you ever had somebody start a conversation and you felt like they they started the conversation in the middle of the conversation? Like maybe they had a conversation with their invisible friend and you couldn't hear anything that the two of them were saying. And then they take themselves, take you off mute, and they continue the conversation. And so then, girl, what had happened was, no, 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 no. I need you to back up. Can we go from the beginning? So let's do that let's let's go let's go back a few verses so we can find out where the after that or after that after this came from so here's the context it starts for me i didn't want to go back any further than this in chapter in luke chapter 9 and so to summarize what happens in luke chapter 9 jesus first of all he gives the 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 disciples the 12 disciples power and authority over all devils he empowers them to cure disease to preach the gospel to heal the sick to release them to advance evangelize and he instructs them to take nothing um he says if somebody says it's well it, um, excuse me <laughs> if, if if uh there's a saying i heard a preacher say one time he said If it's his will, his meaning God, if it's his will, it's his bill. So Jesus, to me, was preparing the twelve to totally rely on God while they were on this uh, faith journey in evangelizing. Um, The next thing that happened is that Jesus feeds the 5,000. It started with two fish and five loaves of bread, but it ends with 12 baskets of leftovers. Then Peter declares Jesus as the Messiah, and this came about because they were in a private huddle session, and Jesus asked them, who do, who do people say that I am? And, you know, they told him some of the names, and then finally Uncle Pete says, uh, God, we know that you are God's Messiah. And that was really, really big for the Jews at that time. Um, first of all, the word Messiah is translated anointed one or chosen one. And so the reason that it was so big for the Jews at that time is because for centuries they had been waiting for the promised Messiah, and they assumed that the promised Messiah was going to come with sword in hand and they were going to go to war against the Romans, but Jesus came much differently. Okay, Um, Then Jesus uh, goes on to predict his death. Um, His three uh, compadres... Uh, went with him his inner counsel if you will they went with him to the um up on the mountain where jesus went to pray and they literally witnessed the transfiguration that happened with jesus Um, then we hear that see that jesus heals a demon possessed boy uh the disciples could not after all that power that they received they couldn't heal the boy but his father listen to this was so desperate and it's it's okay. We are on the subject of discipleship. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got a there's a method to my plan. But the, the, the uh Jesus has compassion for the man. He heals the the boy's son who was demon possessed. Uh Jesus predicts his death a second time all within the same chapter, but it doesn't mean that it's all within the same hour. Um days could have gone by, weeks could have gone by for this particular chapter. It's just important for important for us to note that Two times in this particular chapter, Luke, the ninth chapter, Jesus predicts his death, and this was the second time. Finally, now we get into the quest of it. Finally, we see three men who failed at the self-selection evangelism process. What do I mean? Well, one man voluntarily approaches, and this is Luke 9 starting about the 58th verse, voluntarily approaches Jesus about being a follower. Jesus replies with, Foxes have dens, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Perhaps Jesus discerned that this candidate, let's call him Lil' Man, was insincere, and so he didn't want to even be bothered with trying to uh, cast his pearls amongst somebody to disciple them, and they're not ready. Uh, Jesus tells a different man, he says to a different man altogether, let's call him Lil' Pookie, he says to Pookie, he says, um, uh, follow me. And Pookie was like, okay, but I got to go bury my dad right quick. Um, I'll be back. And Jesus replied, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go on and do what you need to do <laughs> and proclaim the, God, the kingdom of God. So little Pookie, he didn't come either. The third candidate, we'll call him, we'll call him Ray Ray approached Jesus like the first, volunteering to follow Jesus after he says goodbye to his family. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. So you can't go either. No matter the reason, these candidates were not disciple ready. They were not fit for discipleship. Right so they they self selected them place themselves, even though they were volunteering, Jesus knew based upon their actions, not what they said, based upon their actions, that they weren't ready, while salvation is free, we must be willing to work out our soul' salvation, and we must be willing to work. The work of Him that sent us while it's day, in other words, while the timing is prime, we don't get to say to god, I'm digressing just a little bit. we don't get to say to God when we get these a, a little nudge, say good morning to her, check somebody and give them this scripture, Share this song with somebody else. you're being prompted to disciple somebody and and when we are not ready, oh I will jesus but i I had to finish." Um, Making this meatloaf and put it in the oven and then I'm gonna wash my hands wash my dishes out I'm gonna set the table right quick uh, Make my mashed potatoes and gravy then I'll go pray Mm -mm, Nope, he said I need you to come and pray now and you put him off. So he's not obligated to wait for you He's not obligated to wait for me Um, And so when we get those nudges when we get those um, uh, Those feelings that we should do something when somebody is when prompted in our mind, call so and so, do this that, or do, do the other. Give that person um, the pay for that person's meal, pay for that person's beverage. He, that is God prompting us so that He can use us as His voice, as His lips, as His um, as His eyes, as His smile, as His feet. He's prompting us to do the work. Okay, so let me digress from that. All of what I shared with you about Luke nine, giving you the context. Um, is information about discipling someone discipling people it 's a teachable moment because in addition to giving you the context for today 's declaration, I gave you a study tip if you were if you if you did not realize it that 's what I was doing so let me just explain when I am studying. Um, Like if I get to a verse that says, and thus saith the Lord, and blah, 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 blah happened, or after this, or after that, or but but, um, X, Y, and Z happened, if I find a scripture um, that I'm led to, and that's how it starts... I, by nature, it's natural for me to want to know, what are we talking about, Jesus? What, Holy Spirit, what are we talking about? So what I will do is I will go back a few few verses. I may even go back a whole chapter to get the context of the verse that I was at after this, right? So this is a tool. This is discipling right now. This is teaching you. If you did not know, if you were not aware, or maybe you had a method that you use, this is another thing that you can use, another a tactic or another method you, that you can use so that you can be in a position to better understand the scripture or better understand what the Lord is trying to say to you. I hope that makes sense. All right, so let's move back to the declaration. This morning, I'm going to my, – my goal is to give you a two-by-two two blueprint for evangelizing, and we're going to go back to that same scripture that we started, which is Luke, the 10th chapter, except I'm going to read probably about 20 verses, so I want you to get comfortable, but don't fall asleep. I'm going to do something a little bit different. Normally, you all know that I'll read the scripture through, but because it's so lengthy, I'm going to read it and give you a commentary on some of the verses as I read it okay so i'm going to be reading this time from the good news translation and i'm going to skip a couple of verses and i'll tell you what i'm skipping okay here we go starting at the first chap first verse to the 12th verse it says after this now remember i already gave you the context we know that we had if we don't remember anything else the last portion of luke nine fifty-eight was about the three men who self-selected themselves out of being Jesus' disciples. Okay, so after Jesus has given them um, his explanations and responded to them, here we go. After this, the Lord chose another uh, 72 men and sent them out two by two to go ahead of him to every town and place where he himself was about to go. Let's take a pause here. What Jesus is doing is he's already prepared them for discipleship. He's already prepared them. He's been teaching them, excuse me, for evangelizing. He's been teaching them, the disciples, and so they are prepared now, but he didn't choose everybody. He only chose 72, <clears throat> excuse me, 72 men to do the um evangelizing before he actually got to the town, okay? Now, let's continue with verse 2. He said to them, There is a large harvest, but few workers to gather it in. Pray to the owner of the harvest that he will send out workers to gather in his harvest. Go, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Don't take a purse or a beggar's bag or shoes. Don't stop to greet anyone on the roads. In other words, be focused, be laser-focused about the task at hand because if you um, stop on the road, you may get distracted helping other people, and we have a schedule that we're going to meet here. Continuing with verse 5, whenever you go into a house, first say, peace be with this house. If someone who is peace-loving lives there, let your greeting of peace remain on that person. If not take back your greeting of peace rewind if not take back your greeting of peace now i've read this scripture i'm sure many many times it never ever i never experienced the rhema like i did this time what jesus take back your greeting of peace yes ma'am yes sir continuing with verse 7 stay in that same house eating and drinking whatever they offer you, for workers should be given their pay. I'm going to say it again. Workers should be given their pay. One more time, workers should be given their pay. Don't move around from house to house. Jesus, number one, is giving the disciples Permission to eat whatever is set before them now now remember these disciples are Jewish; they obeyed the Jewish law, which was not to eat certain foods and not to eat certain meats, some of them not to drink certain things, but they are in um different villages, different towns in rural areas. There is no motel six there is no n b c suites there is no doordash uber eats or any of those such things so they are going jesus told them don't take any money he told them don't take any extra clothing any extra shoes you go and you give the word of the lord this is jesus's instructions to them he also it was very important for them to have permission to eat whatever was set before them picking up at verse 8 whenever you go into a town and and are made welcome Again, he says, Eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in that town and say to the people there, The kingdom of God has come near to you. Now, Jesus emphasizing. Jesus emphasizes eating whatever is set before you because he repeats that phrase in the verse or the text just above in in verse number 7. Secondly, he tells them to heal people before even sharing the gospel. Did you get that? He says, heal them. It's an instruction. You don't got to fast and pray. You've been equipped. You've been empowered as my disciples that I'm giving you the ability to evangelize. I'm telling you when you get to people and they're sick heal them then he goes on further to say when you think a person is excuse me let me ask you this question let me before I move on when do you think a person is more apt to listen to the gospel while they are sick and dis-eased or after they are healed don't answer that I'm just asking just to be asking secondly healing is for everyone whether they repent or or not, whoa, stop a minute. Hey, I thought healing, Tanya, was for saved people. Nope, healing is for anybody. And Jesus very often healed people. Then he gave them instructions or preached the gospel to them. We, with our religious selves, have it turned around. It's a little backwards. All right, picking up at verse 10. But whenever you go into a town and are not welcome. Go out into the streets and say, even the dust from your town that sticks to our feet, we will wipe off against you. But remember that the kingdom of God has come near you. I assure you that on Judgment Day, God will show mercy to Sodom, more mercy to Sodom than to your town. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In other words, you had a chance, but you blew it. Now your town is cursed, and you did it because you rejected God. Oh my God! Did you hear that? For people that rejected the gospel, Jesus told them to say these things. He didn't say He didn't say leave and just tell them God bless you. You know we're gonna be praying for you. Nope, nope, nope. That is not what He said. This gospel is something else, y'all. Let's pick up at verse ten. Jesus said to his disciples, "Whoever listens to you." listens to me whoever rejects you rejects me and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me in my personal opinion jesus is freeing the disciples from disappointment shame and feelings of failure because sometimes we can get emotional about sharing the gospel if we we uh, share the gospel with someone or we do some act of kindness or whatever it is that the Lord leads us to do while we are evangelizing, we may take it personal. We cannot, we cannot take it personal up and through here. All we are being used is as vessels. We're being used as God's hands, as God's mouth, as as his mouthpiece, um, uh, as his legs and his feet. And if people reject it, they are not rejecting us. This is to the person who has evangelized before and the rejection got to you and you've made a decision that you're inadequate. You've made perhaps the decision that you don't know enough. I'm telling you, my sister, my brother, if that's you, I'm telling you to stop it. Stop it. Um, Stop it again. That is not the case. They are not rejecting you. They are rejecting the God in you it's not your responsibility to save people. It's your responsibility to either plant or water seeds and allow God to, give, to increase. Let's move to the second portion of the chapter. I'm skipping to the, Oh no, I'm not. I'm going to the 17th verse. Um, it says, the 72 men came back in with great joy. Lord, they said, even the demons obeyed us when we, were, uh, when we gave them command in your name. Jesus answered them. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Listen, I have given you authority so that you can walk on snakes and scorpions and overcome all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. So in addition to Jesus uh, discipling them and evangelizing them, he gave them power and he gave them authority. I want to say one other thing. You notice that it says... Uh, and he, when the men came back, they came back in with great joy. Sisters, I want you to understand something. It's important for us to understand that this was not about gender. The culture during that time uh, was that you don't send women out two by two to do anything. Um, they wanted to ensure the safety of the women. That does not mean that we did not have a place in the gospel, because we did, we do still today. But as far as sending the women out two by two, um, it wasn't time for us to go out in that vein. So don't feel like this is a, you know, this is this is a man's world. <laughs> okay, let me get back. Let me get back. I'm going to get to the last verse here. It says, um, verse number 20, it says, but don't be glad because the evil spirits obey you. Rather, be glad because your names are written in heaven. In other words, don't get the big head. Don't think this is about you. Don't think that you all this in a bag of chips. It's not. I'm the one that gave you the power. I'm the one that gave you the authority. So let's put it in perspective and let's keep it in perspective. So that, my sisters and brothers, is the blueprint for evangelizing. For example, if you were uh, starting a ministry or if you were wanting to uh, be more effective in your ministry, this is a great – this chapter, Chapter 10 – uh, the first through the 20th verses is a great place to get your model and follow after that. Now, that does not mean that every single time you evangelize, uh, Dion did a really good job yesterday at t- talking about how we can be ready and talking about how, um, the different things that, w- that we can do to evangelize. Uh, if you are someone, for example, that is drawn to the unhoused, how you can be prepared with different things in your vehicle. Uh, to quickly hand somebody something, you don't have. You can make an appointment with somebody. I think Miss D, or maybe it was Dee Dee, who said yesterday that sometimes Miss Miss D would call her to go in different areas and to be a, to be um, her two by two, and they would they would do ministry. Um, the other thing that I want to share is, you know, but why why two? Why why two by two? Um, I, I don't know the mind of Christ, but what I will say is this: when you have a second person with you. Um, one has the opportunity to minister that is um they're doing the talking they're doing the sharing while the second person is being watchful is praying silently uh if if the uh per- person that is sharing let's call him person number A uh is sharing but uh, person B is 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 the silent partner I'm going to call it uh who watches prays uh gets scriptures that person A may have asked for, um, that mitigates distractions, etc. But most importantly, according to Deuteronomy 32 and 30, and I'm reading from the Good News Translation, it says, um, the, the first portion of the verse, it says, um, uh, Why were a thousand defeated by one and ten thousand by only two? So in other words, one can put, can put can defeat a thousand, one, um, excuse me. One can defeat a thousand, but two can defeat ten thousand. So when you're paired up, you can be more effective. You can you can uh, do do more. Uh, but again, it does not always have to be that way. But if you are going in areas and you know you're not comfortable being by yourself or the Lord just places it on your heart to call someone and ask them to partner with you, it's important that you and that other person pray first. It's important that you and that person understand what it is, the objective what it is that you're going to be doing, if you're passing things out, maybe you're passing out literature or maybe you're passing out food or whatever it is that you're doing, it's important that you two understand the objective so that you are in alignment, so that you are unified, so that when you go out and about doing the work and you begin to, to, to uh, evangelize, you are both on the same page. You're not interrupting each other. You know your roles. My name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I approve of this message. Uh we are going to shift gears and we are going to open the call up for anybody that um may be uh first we're going to open it up to men. I'm sorry. That's that is generally the the order uh that we follow. We're going to open it up to any men that would like to say good morning. We're going to open the call up to you. After that, if there is anybody that is new to the call, it's your very first time calling, we just want to show you some love and say good morning to you, but there's no pressure. Third, if you have been calling for a while, but this is your first time you decided that you would like to say good morning, again, we'd love to love on you, but there is no pressure. So we're going to follow that category, those three categories after that. The call will be open to anyone that would like to say good morning, but we're not going to make comments yet. We're just saying good morning. With that said, you have direction. The call is now open. My brothers, my brothers, are you there this morning?
7: Hey y'all, 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 y'all. Good morning. Good
5: morning, Eric. Thank you, thank you. You make my day with your yo. <laughs> Have a Let great
7: day
5: at that. work, brother. You too. Any other brothers want to say good morning?
7: Hey, good morning, family. Cedric on the call.
5: Hey, Cedric. Long time no hear. It's probably my fault. Good morning to you. All right anyone else
3: good morning
5: oh that's my pocket friend good morning good morning good <laughs> <other pocket>. morning <laughs> good morning anyone else want to say good morning any other men all right it's good for y'all to know that this call is balanced there are some men on the call they just usually are working and not able to get off mute um we're going to open the call up now for any first-time callers, if you'd like to say good morning, or any first-time speakers. You've called in before, but you've decided to grace us with your presence by saying good morning. Going once. Going, don't be
6: scared.
5: Hi, Hi yes. my name is Lenisha. Good
6: morning. What, did you say Lanisha? Yes, ma'am.
5: Oh, good morning. Who invited you to the call, Anisha?
6: My Auntie Lynn.
5: Oh, all right, Auntie Lynn. Well, we we, uh, we pray that you will come back again, pray that you heard something you like and that you will f- become an, uh, a frequent a frequent listener.
6: <laughs> yes,
5: ma'am. yes, good morning, though, to you. Anybody else? Any other first-time callers or first-time greeters? Okay. If not, the call is open to anyone that would like to say good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Gigi. I heard Swanita, and who else did I hear?
2: Gigi.
5: Juju. good morning. Gigi. Oh, Gigi. Okay, I was going to say Juju. Your voice got, your voice didn't change. <laughs> Oh, man. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning. (laughs) That's my Juju. Yeah, I like that voice. (laughs) How you doing? I am...
4: Good morning,
5: it's Kenya.
2: Good morning, Kenya girl.
4: (laughs)
5: Anyone else? Good morning. It's Persephone. Hi, Persephone. Good morning. Did I say your name right? Yes, ma'am. Perfect. I love saying people's names right. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> well, thank you. I enjoyed you yesterday, so I definitely had to be on call this morning. Hey, man, but I'm different. That was Dion. I'm Tanya, not Tanya. It's okay, though. You're going to get these names down. I'm glad you called again. Anybody else want to say good morning?
6: Good morning, it's
5: Leomia, great decoration. Hey, Mama Leomia. Hi. Hi. <laughs> good morning, Tanya. It's Moxie.
1: Good morning. Hey, Moxie, Moxie. Good
6: morning,
5: good
6: morning Tanya. It's Miss D. Hey, Miss D. Good to hear your voice this morning.
5: Thank you, sis. I appreciate it. Anyone else? Don't want to overlook you. Did we do corporate praise this morning? I don't think it's me. You know, Tanya, I. I told them to take their phones off of mute, but no one did. Oh, okay, okay. Um, no no worries. I I thought, of, okay, okay. Because I'm like, why is it so early? <laughs> why is it so early? Okay, no problem. Get it on the back end. All right. Y'all feeling energized this morning? Y'all feeling evangelized? Anybody get anything out of the scriptures this morning? Any? You know, we're going to open it up. We're going to shift and open the call up for comments or questions related to the lesson or any any uh, God moments or nuggets that you received.
1: Good morning, Tanya and Um, this, um Sister this is Sabrina. Sabrina. Um, great declaration. Um, I just love the love that's here on Declare Victory. <laughs> I love that brother that I always say. I think his name is Eric. Yo, hey, yo.
5: That's <laughs> Eric. He let you know he in the house.
1: <laughs> right, right. That part. Um, I got, what I got out of it, um, uh, was, uh, evangelizing, um, it's real important and you, you, you can be evangelizing wherever you go. Um, uh, and, uh, I believe you were saying, you know, saying like kind words and stuff, uh, to people, uh, it it, it don't really take much, you know, just to share uh, some some good greetings or, you know, say something um, about the Lord because we may be the only God that people see, you know, and not to force religion on anyone because everybody don't, you know, they might not be serving the same God as we do as Christians. But that's okay too. And in I believe our God is in, in evangelizing and He's keep praying for people and that's what it's about saving souls. Amen.
5: Well, amen so, to a certain degree, and let me tell you why. Um we wanna if people who are serving other gods. Um, We don't we don't support that. We're not going to condemn them, but we want them to know Jesus and we want them to know our God because there's only one way to God and that is through Jesus Christ. Otherwise, otherwise, Sabrina, check this out. If there were all these other ways and people could serve whatever God they want and because they could be serving, you know, they could believe sage is their God or they could believe incense is their God or their dog is their God. If that was the case, if if there were many, many different ways to God, Jesus came and did all that dying, all that suffering, all that torment that he did, it was for nothing. Because if you could go get get to, get to God by burning some sage, what is the point of him shedding his blood for us? But his complete work on the cross. In addition to that, this is what blows me away so often. When I think about what Jesus did, what God allowed his precious son Jesus to do, when I think about the fact that he allowed him to be beaten on the whipping block, And every single time, Sabrina, that that whip that was planted with bones and steel, every single time it came into contact with his flesh, it tore out. It didn't just put a whip on his back. It plucked out parts of his flesh, parts of his muscle, and blood came out as well. But he did that for us. By the, the, the Bible says, by his stripes we are healed. So in addition to then being um, ridiculed and beaten, the Bible says that Jesus was beaten past recognition. There were men, grown men, who took all of their weight, who positioned and postured themselves just so that when they threw the punch, it just wasn't a punch. It was a powerful punch, and they punched him in his face, in his head, all night long. They spit on him. They get, Then they got, you remember this, Sabrina, they took thorns and they platted a crown of thorns. I don't know how they did that, but they made a crown of thorns. The thorns are not like the little, they were not like the little thorns that we see when, you know, when you get some roses that are fresh and they haven't de them, they were not those
2: type mm-hmm. of thorns.
5: The thorns, um, history says, measured, um, you know, anywhere from a half an inch, sometimes to an inch long, they took this crown of thorns and pressed it into his skull, right? And so um, uh, that's John fourteen six through seven, where it talks about. Um, uh, the, well, that's the scripture that, um, that that that's related to that. But listen, let me as I'm painting the picture for you, um, to, just, to, to, just to tell you the severity, the importance of what Jesus did to make a way for me, Sabrina, Didi, Dion uh Miss Barbara Raven uh, uh um, mama Leomia uh Gigi and Juju and all of us that are listening right now all of us that will listen later and everybody in the whole world listen um Jesus endured all of that they spit in his face. They ridiculed him. They, they humiliated him. And I know the Bible talks about, I mean, not by the Bible, but um, we see these depicted pictures of Jesus on a, on the cross. He looked nice and neat with a couple of little strands of blood, you know, running down his face, a little stream, you know, running down his, his side. But I'm telling you, Jesus was a, was a bloody mess. I'm telling you all something. Jesus was a and this is part of evangelizing and part of this discipling is painting the picture of what Jesus endured. The Bible says that not only did He come to save us from our sins, but He to 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 excuse me He did, He healed us from all diseases, healed us from all diseases, and He saved us from our sins. That's why it's important yeah. to know. That's why it's important when somebody says to us, uh, you know, well, I believe that, you know, I can get God this way. It's important for us to give them a gentle answer, to let them know, oh, but Jesus is the only one that can give us the direct connection to God because he paid the price to redeem us, Sabrina. That's all. That's it, y'all. It's important for us to have that conviction down in our spirit. There is no other way. Politically, yes, they say you can get to God all these different ways. We're not trying to be political. We need to be honest with people. We need to be truthful with people so that they understand. That way that you're following will get you to hell. The, the way that we're offering to you, the way that God is offering through us, will get you a de- direct connection. I hope that helps somebody to really get a clear picture. You know, every time I think about the crucifixion, every time I think about what Jesus did for me, it does something to my heart. It it reminds me to be grateful. It reminds me to have empathy towards people who don't know. They think their way is the right way. And I'm sorry, I'm not being biased. I'm I'm just a Bible thumper. I'm just going by what the Word says. Anybody else have a comment or question, or you got something out of the call?
1: Amen. Thank you so I appreciate you. You're
5: welcome, Sabrina. You're welcome. I think I heard somebody. Juanita, <laughs> um, good morning. I just,
8: uh, well, thank you for bringing tears to my eyes talking about Jesus. Um, but anyway, this way, um, um, your declaration this morning was very good. I, since I've been in California, I had um, joined with X uh um, full well, gospel church and, and they teach you how to go out and witness and um, everything that you um have said, you know that's, that's they teach you on that basis going out to, but it's it's more than two by two but in three, just like maybe three or four people at a time but they watching they have someone driving around. We also have somebody that's standing out by some Two people may go up to a door. Maybe two people standing by the gate, or standing down, or whatever plan and whatever. One person is writing down, you know, if they needed to write down the person's information. but it is. It has been a, a beautiful teaching. Um, I don't attend there anymore, but I do go every now and then, and I still can go witness with them. Um, and it's a beautiful thing because. This is what we are called to do, and uh, I'm grateful um, for this teaching this month on discipleship, you know, and for us to be witnessing to others, because it is, like I said before, you know, a great urgency. We see so much evil in this world, and we can discuss it and talk about this happened and that happened, but really, we need to be reaching out to these people, because this is a lost generation out here. These are younger people, some, not all that's doing all the crimes, but majority of them are young. And so they don't know the way. And so I think that there's things that we need to do to reach out to everyone, not just, you know, I'm not just saying just the young people, but, you know, um, we do need to reach out to people. And so this is very important. And so just thank you uh, for sharing this morning.
5: Thank you, Swanita. Um, and y'all, I switched back to my cell phone. I just want to know can, if you can hear me, okay? I'm gonna try to keep the phone in one location while I have my earbuds on. Can y'all hear me? Yes, yeah, and the echo left too. <laughs> yeah, you know that's this just my way. Oh God, I celebrate you today. I thank you for with my impeccable Wi-Fi. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Ah, God, I glorify your name. Anyway, anybody else? Anybody else got anything they wanna say? Hey, hey, Grace. Um,
2: hey, hey, good hey. morning. It's Bree Bree. Good morning.
5: Hey, Brie Good morning. Hey, I, I, I absolutely enjoyed the declaration, um, but very similarly, I just enjoyed the dialogue that you shared um, with Sabrina because oftentimes I think we forget and we buy into the whitewashed crucifixion scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and even as you were yeah. painting it, thinking about how much it took for Jesus to go through with it as a parent, you can't look at my kid incorrectly. I will mm-hmm. come unglued over Karjani, right? And yeah. so even yeah. for God the Father to have to watch that and him, himself not come down is such a sacrifice and it's so precious and it's not say it's not as sacred we don't hold it as sacred as we should and so i just want to thank you for painting that picture for even us this morning those of us that are already in the way so that we can return to really sitting with how sacred and how important that was so thank you for that yeah thank you grace i appreciate you um i people are so they're not everybody but many organizations have become so religious that um, they want to be politically correct and i'm sorry um we just i'm well i'm not sorry you can't be politically correct the the gospel the word of god is offensive because it tells you the truth and the truth is offensive people say girl tell me the truth if you know so like, "Girl, just tell me the truth you tell them the truth they get mad at you <laughs> they block you on facebook or social media they won't return your. They block you on their phone. They won't return your phone call. Then they start talking about you, and you have become the number one enemy. You said, "Tell you the truth." I'm telling you the truth. Your slip is hanging, and we don't even wear slips anymore, girl. Ah, but guys, um, I have to tell you this. When I share Christ with people, that is one of the things that, that is one of the things that I interject. Is telling them about the story. Is somebody trying to speak? I hear a little, a little background noise. Okay, I I share that in my um, in my um, when I'm sh- when I'm sharing what Christ did because he he redeemed us. Nobody else can redeem us. Do we get that? Like if if there is a um you know for example somebody gets kidnapped and the parents they want X Y Z from the parents. You know the parents are you know they could borrow the money, but they you know they could this is not that Jesus redeemed us from death, he had to pay a price, it was a blood price, and it was ugly it was nasty um and i i I'm not sure what my thoughts are completely on this, but you know when they the whole the whole point of the crucifixion was torture and humiliation, and so imagine your back is a bloody mess. Your entrails, they say that his entrails were exposed, that the, the blood is wide, I mean, the back is wide open. It's not just his back, it's his buttocks, perhaps his thighs, depending on how he was positioned on the whipping block. If he's standing, if he started off standing, um, the whip, they're not trying to be nice with the way, these are men, these are trained soldiers who were trained how to torture people. I need you to get this. They were trained how to torture people. They weren't just like Jesus. I believe they reared back, and they let that whip go with all the might that they had. I believe that they probably traded off. They had because their arm got tired of beating Jesus. We traded off so that they could get renewed energy and exert more force. That whip wrapped around his chest wrapped around his abdomen, maybe even wrapped around his neck sometimes. They were not playing games. This was this was capital punishment. Then they make him carry part of his cross. It's not sanded down like a two by two is, or a four by four. It's not polished and, you know, made sure that there's no splinters. It's rough wood that you gotta put on your back And you have to carry your own back. How does he have the strength to walk is what I want to know. Because he had a laser focus. He was focused on the the job that he had to do, that he volunteered to do. He discussed this plan with his. And he volunteered and said, I'll go, father. I will be the lamb. So he can't. He carries the cross because he has no more does somebody want to interject? Let me finish this point, and then I'll let you. He has no more strength because I would imagine he keeps falling, but he's trying he keeps getting back up, so they have uh Simeon I believe is his name uh a black man carry the cross the rest of the way but here's the here's the corker. some say that he was stripped butt naked theory. Some say, you know, he had a little loincloth around him. If you know anything about Jewish culture, if you're not completely covered, they consider you naked. So that was also designed to humiliate him. But when they get to on the cross, again, we have to remember that the cross is not um, um, sanded down. It's not, the wood is not, that it's rough. So now it's rough on the backside of his body. They get, the nails are not little nails that you get at Home Depot. They're spikes. They're the, type of, they're the type of, they're really spikes. They're really quite thick and quite long. The types of spikes that you would use for a railroad track. His portion of the wrist, not so much the hand, because his hand would have ripped. But the right there's an area in the wrist that where they, they nail him. They, they nail the, the nail his hand both, both to the cross and then both feet. Now they raise the cross, not so gently, but they raise it. Let's get him up, get him up, pull him up, slam the cross into the ground. His is hanging on the nail. Last point crucifixion is that a form of asphyxiation happens. The lungs begin to, to collapse, the the body organs begin to shut down. And so Jesus can breathe. We want to do is we want to breathe, that's natural. So, what he does is he puts weight on his feet that are nailed to the cross, lifts his body weight up to shift it so he can breathe a little better. But the pain in his feet is excruciating, so he's doing that back and forth for the entire time he's on the cross. And in, so in, in addition to that, he's rubbing his back, his open, exposed back to the rough stone, the rough wood. Yeah, and he's hanging there for you. And for me, and all the people that we are tasked to share the gospel with. Was somebody trying to interrupt me? I mean, not interrupt me, but
3: Tanya, it wasn't uh-huh. me. Oh, but okay. I do have questions. This is this is persistent. Um, yes, persistent. So you said so much. You're really a good teacher for me. I I just Not that everyone else is, but you are a good teacher. I have to admit, I get quiet and I listen to you. Um, a couple of things you said. I got a couple. One thing I love is that don't take it personal. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting God and the kingdom, not you. So never take it personal. Um, another thing you said was, um, you know, you go into someone's house, or maybe even someone's presence, and you say, before you say what you've been led to say, "Peace be unto you." And if they reject you, you take that peace back. And so my question. I have a couple of questions and you can answer them. I'll just say them all now and however you choose to answer them. Great. Um, What does that mean when you take it back? But yet, he says, remain and eat whatever they serve you. Okay. The question I had in my mind was okay. What does that all mean and represent? Then the second question I had was um, God gave his disciples all authority and all power. There are some of us, a lot of us, in my um, time being around the saints, I don't see that represented a lot. That we are given all power and all authority. In other words, as the disciples went, they performed according to what they were led to do. Heal the sick lay hands upon the blind. Um, They gave willingly and went about doing the Lord's will. I often wonder why I don't see that in the saints and believers today. So I guess my question is, why is that? And why is it given to seemingly, this is just my little, you know, observation, um, a select few. So I have seen it. Not just on television or anything, I've seen it, but only in a select few. Those are my questions.
5: So let me start with the last one first, because <laughs> that's the first is in my mind. So. The power. Ah, the power, the power, the power, the power, the power that they receive. The power that um is available. The power is available. The problem, the problem, the problem, the problem. Um is that the body of Christ is not teaching. Oh Lord, there's an echo. It's is is somebody on speaker and off mute? Okay, all right. The problem is that the power has not diminished. We have the same power today, but it's not being taught. It's not being exercised, right? So we have, we went through these different periods of, um, so I'll go back to 1906 during the great Azusa. The power of God was strong. It was, um, people were being healed, people from blindness and all kinds of diseases, tumors and all everything you're talking about in the Bible, because the Bible says, um, not just in this case where he empowered the disciples, there's another scripture that tells us to go out and be um oh I can't remember where it is. I'm trying to remember how to say paraphrase it, but it talks about how that we are supposed to go and heal the sick, raise the dead, heal the lepers and Rochelle, if you if you can find that for me. Um it's not um perhaps you could do a Google search on that, but it talks about it's the assignment that we have. Right, that's because Jesus gave. We have now that we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is all powerful. So the same power that operated then is available today. We're just not tapped into it as a whole. We're not tapped into it. Uh, many people were worrying about the Holy Spirit. His his job. What you know? What he's supposed to do? If it's relevant for today? And then you got. Then we had the prosperity gospel, and then and people are not focused on the organic word of God. What we are supposed to do, we should see way more than we do. Now, in other countries, you see the gospel on display. Well, we're too busy asking God and there's nothing wrong with houses and husbands and all that. We're not asking God for the power. We're not God as a witness. Social media is in the way. we too carnal-minded. And there's nothing wrong with social media, right? I get on it sometimes. I try to remind myself to get on it. It's nothing wrong with it. But too many other things are happening stealing our time for us. So that's my answer to that. The power of God is still relevant today. The power of God is still available today, but we have to be positioned to receive the power of God. If in a kind of way, any kind of raggedy life, we know we should be doing this, that, or the other, and we are making a conscious decision not to do it, then God is not going to give his power to people that are not going to use it wisely. Okay, the second question, you said something about Um, The scripture that tells the disciples where he told them wherever you go, eat what's before. You got to remember the context of the scripture, which was they were going out. They were leaving their, um, their, their, their area of comfort where they had access to food and all of the things that they needed for their daily needs. And so Jesus was sending them out to different towns. He also told them, don't take any money with you. And so back then, there were no hotels. Well, there were some inns, but in the rural areas, there were no hotels. And even if there were um, little places where they could stay, they called them inns. If there were places that they could stay, he told them not to take any money. Well, they wouldn't have been able to stay at any of those inns for free. So back then, people were very hospitable. If you were traveling, they would allow you to stay in their home. That was just the culture back then. We don't have that culture today, Ain't no telling who you'll be letting in your house. Um, when you, and and they were very big, it was part of the custom to feed the traveler, right? And so some of these homes that they went to would have been Gentile homes, and he told them, he gave them permission to, what he's doing, giving them permission to eat whatever is, that's not for us now. When we go out witnessing, we're not looking to, in somebody's house, we're not looking to go and eat with them. Our focus, our job, now it could be, right? But I'm just saying as a whole, that's not the focus. Our, we live in urban areas. Uh, we have cars, we have vehicles, we have ways of p- purchasing meals and food and stuff that we need. And he's just saying, so for us, that part really isn't um, related to us today because life has, that make sense?
3: Uh-oh.
5: It makes total there,
3: sense. Priscilla? No, I'm oh, okay, here. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. No, it okay. makes total okay. sense. Mar- okay my mind transferred over to the Jews Jewish at that time had a specific diet too they only th- ate Correct. certain things so yeah i get it yeah
5: right right and he had to they he needed them to be okay with i'm sending you to go do this work but i'm also giving you permission to eat what is set before muted. you he said it twice uh oh am i muted <laughs> can y'all still hear me we hear you yeah. yes oh okay i heard mute okay okay so anyway, he he wanted to assure them. He empowered them with knowledge. He empowered them with instruction, and he empowered them with authority. Right. So we can't be going to do. what We can't eat. If it's his. If it's his will, it's his will. All right. Anybody else? I hope I answered your question.
3: Yeah, you did. One more question. When he said peace, oh. when you when you when you oh. knock on somebody's door, how do? You, is that transferable to today? And if it is. Is it something else we would say if we came up on? Not just knocking on someone's door. If you came and approached someone, I'm assuming that's what that means. It doesn't mean you're necessarily in their home, but, you know, th- the Holy Spirit has led you to talk to someone and that person can be right there on the streets or you can be in a crowd or you can be in a, a situation Correct. where, you know, that you know what I'm saying? They don't know you and mm-hmm, you don't know mm-hmm. them.
4: Mm-hmm. Is so, that so,
3: relevant today? Mm-hmm.
5: I believe it's relevant today this way. So I I believe that what Jesus was doing was empowering them not to accept and take rejection personally. So if you go to somebody's home and they reject it, cool, I'm good. Now, what I say I'm cursing you? I probably am not going to say, you know, your house is, I'm probably not going to say that, and I won't go to hell for that. But really what he's doing is saying, I'm done. I'm not praying for that house. I'm moving on because they rejected God.
2: They rejected God. He don't they don't
5: want him. God, it's like you don't want me, I don't want you either. We good. <laughs> so I hope that answered your question. I think the bigger picture behind this is not to take it personal. And if you say peace to somebody and they reject it or whatever, I'll take you, you ain't gotta say it to them.
3: Good morning, Thank you Italian, It's back. Ms. B.
5: Good morning, Miss B.
6: I just want to say thank you, Jesus, for discipling me again this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, you know, to, come on. To get know. that Baptist
5: in there. Go on, mm-hmm. Go on, go on, go on. Mr.
6: Yeah. Uh-huh. Know when you've been appointed. <laughs> and imagine, he said 72, he appointed them. That giving them the authority through the power of the Holy Spirit to go out and do. What I like about the Lord is how relational he is. You know, he sat down and had conversation. They probably broke bread and had a lot of prayer before they went out and did what they did. And I thank God he's still doing that today. And the authority comes. He said he gives us power to overcome, like you just said, letting go of them emotions so we don't get all twisted up and walk away and not do this again. But we keep going because he said he's sending us out among wolves as lambs. Well, we're going gently in the name of Jesus. They listen because Jesus is speaking through us. We become willing vessels. I just thank God for this morning because He discipled to me again, and I get to go out and do the same with somebody else that I meet along the way. Amen. 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 My joy is up high. I love you guys. Thank you so much this morning, Lord, for everything. And I'll be listening. Oh, wow,
5: Miss Oh, wow. You made my day, Miss You made my day. <laughs>
2: Hallelujah, thank, you so
5: much. thank God. Thank God. We y'all, we listen. Like it's like we got gold. We don't want to hold on to it. I want to tell you something and and then I guess we'll if there are no more questions, I'm going to give y'all some time back. But listen, I remember as a as a new babe in Christ. Now mind you, I'm a pastor's kid. I've been under um similar to actual gospel at our church, we were taught how to witness. That was that was paramount to us. Even if witnessing was just, we we learned a basic scripture like Ephesians two eight, and that whereby, whereby grace we are saved, not uh, not of our works, but 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 by the grace of God, His unmerited favor. That was one, and another one was um if we can, if Romans something, Romans Romans, if we confess our sins, he if we confess with our oh, Lord, I'm getting all tongue If we confess with our mouth and believe with our heart. And then we shall be saved. That's found in Romans, and then the other one Romans was First 10, John 9. one and nine. Thank you, thank you. Romans ten nine. Thank you so much for that. And then there's another one, First John one and nine. If you confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our all unrighteousness. And so learning like these two to three basic scriptures, like as soon as I'm a Christian, because yeah, it's Romans, and I knew it was ten, but I wouldn't say it out loud. Thank you both of y'all. So, but my point is, is that part of our learning. And sometimes he would, uh, the, my about uh, witnessing, soul winning, uh, evangelizing on a Sunday morning. That would be the Sunday morning message. But mostly they would do it uh, during Bible class. There was a so, there was a witnessing class that that we had, and people were encouraged to do that. And then we went out uh, in the street two by two, big groups of us. But then we would disperse two by two. This is years and years ago. It's not as safe to do it today. Some people still do it, and people are very, very resistant today, um, especially during COVID. You could to get that. You ain't going, I ain't nobody opening that door for you, mask or not. Long story short, long story short, there's a method to all of it, and whatever method we don't think same method all the time, it's based upon how God moved on us and instructs We just need to be in position. If you don't know any scriptures, You can't be in position really to share the gospel. That's the good news. What is the good news? That Jesus came, he died, he was resurrected on the third day to save us from sin. Well, what is sin? Sin is the habitual law, and that's found in the Bible as well. So understanding, just having some, you don't have to be overwhelmed about it, but you need to notice stuff. So that when people come to you and they want prayer, they want to understand how you have this peace, you want to be able to tell them. You don't have to give them the whole Bible. You, you don't even have to know where the scripture is found, to be honest, because they ain't going to know. You can just quote the scripture, and you can quote the scripture in such a way that it sounds like you're having a regular conversation with them without saying, you know, the Bible says in first John, 1 John, nah, you, you don't scare people. Don't scare them. I hope that made sense to somebody. I hope that made sense. Hey, Anybody Kenya. else want to share? Hey, yeah, Lisa. This is Lisa.
4: Hey, lady. How are you?
5: <laughs> I'm doing uh, great. I- how are you doing?
4: Good. I thought about two scriptures when persistent was asking her question. I don't know if this is the one you were looking for, but Mark sixteen seventeen through 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe in yes. my name. They shall yes. cast out devils and they shall speak with new tongues, right? And they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. Um, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Um, these, these signs shall follow them that believe get that part right there. That's a key part, Mm -hmm. right? And then this other scripture that kind of answers her question as well is um, over in Hebrews, right? And it's Hebrews uh, 4 and 2. And it says, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but words preached did not profit them, not being Mm -hmm. mixed with faith in them that heard it. Right, Even Jesus couldn't do many miracles in his own home because they didn't believe he was who he said he was. So we gotta believe and have faith in order to operate as well as what you said about the teaching. We don't know, we haven't been taught that we have the power and authority, but once we are taught that we have the power and authority, we gotta believe by faith that we have it and operate in it. That's the biggest thing, and one of the biggest things the enemy wants us to do is not believe that it's for us today. So I wanted to share that, backing it up with the words. <laughs> Thanks.
5: I appreciate it. I appreciate it. we all helping one another. I appreciate you, Lisa. I knew somebody would come back with it if I if I didn't couldn't remember where it was because I don't have i you know didn't have the time to stop. I certainly appreciate it because all of what you said is true. Um, it is it's very appropriate, and we can make a decision that we're going to allow God to use us. Um, through the power and the authority that he endows us with but first we need a language (laughs) we need the gift of the baptism of the holy spirit we need it we absolutely need um and we need to be willing you know this but there's a lot of pastors don't believe the bible in its entirety they preach around certain things there's certain topics they don't even cover they don't believe it that's the real truth they're just going through the motions and they want to preach sermons that make people feel good to keep the offering up, especially now, especially now that um, COVID has come and hit and it's uh, impacted their churches. They they are, unfortunately, unfortunately, they treat it like a business and we're going to keep these customers happy. <laughs> Jesus. Please and please we have anybody else?
2: Kenya, this
5: is you. Yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. What did you just say, Lisa? What did you just say?
4: I said, and especially because we got this cancel culture going on. <laughs> Cause right, right, right,
5: right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: hmm
5: Yes, yeah. indeed. Move on. Juju was going to say something. I, I think I heard a man. Can we let the man go first? Yeah, I think Is it was Erin. Go
3: ahead, babe.
7: No, babe, I'll, I'll let you go wifey.
5: You sure? Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. that's so sweet. All right, y'all. I'm not going to argue <laughs> with the married couple. <laughs> All
7: right. Bye, don't you, don't can go, you go.
5: Be obedient. be obedient. Be obedient. Okay, I'll be obedient. <laughs> But, um,
9: oh, this been some powerful stuff here this morning. Um, uh, I don't like, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't like, but, you know, as far as testimony, I kind of, sometimes there's a battle. I know that's the enemy about testifying about certain things because sometimes he makes me feel, I mean, yeah, he comes at me that, you know, I'm I'm boasting or whatever. But anyway, um, I just want to say this, especially those that are, you know, that are trying, I, I think I heard uh, Gigi said yesterday, you know, as far as the fear factor of, of you know, uh, testifying to people, and um, at my job, you know, I'm around a lot. Of, there's a lot of spiritualism in going on in my at my job. I worked at the school district, and um, I had got to a point where when I first started at my job, there were some people. I was a security guard myself, and two security guards myself. Um, and another lady, we would get together every morning and we would pray for that school, for my school. But those people, you know, they went and had different assignments, and so I was left there by myself. So there was a period, there was a real, there was a dry period. And I was getting to the point where I was feeling like, like, uh, I think it was Elijah that felt like, you know, that, that he was the only person, you know, in, in the building that believed that was, that was serving the Lord. It didn't seem like we are going that way. So I just, you know, just started praying and praying and just praying and praying. And God has just, you know, he's just been opening doors now. I started praying with one of the ladies at my job, one of the uh, pairs like myself. And then there's another person coming out the woodwork. It's just people just starting to come up. You know, I'm starting to see, you know, God is starting to point out people. But it all started with just me praying. So for those that are, you know, if you, you know, if you're kind of reluctant to witness, I'm praying constantly like you were talking about praying um, for power, you know, praying for power, praying for boldness. You know, when I get up and go to work every day, I'm not trying to, you know, um, starting, you know, starting to fresh, even if the day was bad the day before, you know, just constantly getting that in my mind. I look, I look at myself as like a secret agent for Jesus. That's, that's my mission. My mission, I'm on assignment. I'm the ambassador but I'm also a secret agent. And so I'm listening to the Holy Spirit asking him, like, who should I talk to? Who should I pray for? And I'm finding myself getting more and more bolder. He's having me go to certain people and just start talking to them, you know, um, about him whatever he puts on my mind, that's what I'm beginning to say. The one thing that I have never done, I've you know, I've been um as a secret agent. And there's been people along my life that I, you know, that have come to Lord. Um, but it was a it was a real long process. You know, it wasn't like there's was people, it was people I had to labor with or uh, for, for sometimes years. Um, one thing I've never done, though, is like what you were talking about, because I've never taught, is to lead somebody to Jesus, you know, like um, at, at, at a moment's notice. And... Um, I was able to watch that happen with my husband. Oh my God, it was just beautiful. Let, he let our neighbor who passed away to, to to the Lord. And I was just like, spellbound, I was like, wow. Um, and that's what I'm praying for to that, get that boldness. Cause I don't want have that boldness. So I feel a little reluctant in that area because I wasn't taught that way. You know, I, I didn't get that teaching or training. But um, I'm praying for power in that. Um, but I just want to testify to those that are, you know, listening. Just start praying. Start praying. God will lead you to the people. You know, or the people will be led to you. And, you you know, and, and this, when the Spirit tells you to do something, I heard somebody say that yesterday too. If he tells you to do something, it might sound crazy or say something, be obedient and do it. And you're going to see how God is going to work. So that's my testimony.
5: Well, Juju, real quick before Eric, um, and then after Eric, I'm probably going to jet out of here, but um, because I got to get to a a location. But I just want to say to you, you got your teacher right there in your house. And um, in addition to praying, we got to act. The space without works is dead. We got to act. Don't work. I think for me, sometimes we we put it in our minds what we have to say. I got to say this, I got to say that, and I got to say it perfectly. No, you depend on the Holy Spirit. You get that nudge. You get that nudge. You you got to do some work first. At least get those three foundational scriptures that I gave you. First John one nine through ten, and Ephesians two eight through nine. Learn those scriptures. Write them on some index card. Have what well, Learn them. Or right? something to fall back on. And then you pray and you absolutely. Here you lead me to today? What are we doing? Right? And as you. You cannot be if can you can't you can't get scared. you might blow it. it's okay. that's how you learn. all right, enough of that, Eric, go ahead.
7: hey, hey sis. um first of all, uh, I think my wife is a little humble because a lot of times she pushes me um in 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 terms of evangelism. I don't think she realizes how much she she's an influence on me. In the way she evangelizes at the at the at the at the, um, at the school. But I, first of all, what I wanted to say to the young lady who had all, all all those questions, it was funny. I came upon, and most of her questions is based on Matthew ten. I came upon the message translation, and I'm usually not a, a message translated guy. But it spoke so um it spoke so 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 much to my soul in terms of, of what Jesus was trying to say and how it relates to today. So I would say the young lady, anybody who wants to talk about when Jesus gave the instructions to his disciples, read the message Bible. It talks about fundraising, it talks about if you go to somebody's house, be courteous. If they ain't if if they ain't there, you know what I'm saying. You just keep on keep keep going on. You know what I'm saying. So I believe it's a, it's a real good translation. Uh, second of all,
2: mm-hmm. what you
7: talked about in in your whole lesson today, with two by two, God always has a plan of redundancy. Now, if you go to if you have a house, if if you're in a building. If you're in a school or whatever, there's always a backup plan. If the lights go out, what happens? The fuse protector is supposed to kick, kick in, right? If you're in a hospital, if the power goes off, the generator kicks in. Well, God started that in, in Genesis 3.15. He already established the perfect plan for man. But he's like, if man doesn't do this, then I'm going to kick in this. So when we talk about a two by two, and we can go all the way back to Noah, it's a two by two. There's always somebody should be there with you, even though you're evangelizing. Sometimes you might not have the scripture, and that person. And my wife has always been been, been my two by two. Sometimes I'm, I'm 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 you know I'm the active person, and I'm not reaching. It. And she'll just kinda of slip the scripture to me and and it all it all goes goes through. So it just it just solidifies my belief in God that God is like, listen, I just don't have one plan. You know what I'm saying? I got backup plan. And in every in, 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 in every good thing that you have, you always gonna have a backup plan. Well what if this doesn't go through? I got a backup plan. I'm so grateful to God
3: Under
2: that he had a
7: backup plan, you know what I'm saying, so that I could still have this this chance to have um, salvation. That's all. <laughs> Love you, Good. sis. Great, Love great, 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 great declaration.
5: Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anybody, I, I, I have time okay. for one more if it's really, yes, okay. go ahead.
0: It's Cheryl. um, I just want to, um, after all that was said, I was trying to jump in with uh, Priscilla so to relate, but it is relatable. When you talked about um, verse six and um, how you give your peace upon, it's the salutation and the greeting that you bring um, for the presence that um, when you come to someone's house, um, as well as taking it back, If you, you know, if it's not welcome, it's not welcome. But we have to remember that he sent them, he gave them instructions. He sent them out. So he, he Empowered, equipped um, them with the the task or the assignment at hand, and then um, it also said to stay there. And you were like, well, why don't we stay here if? You know, if they're not welcoming because he prepared the way. The The task still needed to be completed. And we think about, okay, well, you know, that was that one time where, you know, it wasn't, it, it, they probably had wrappers, the light food, you know, the macaroni, can pizza, dog mush, and you know, and chicken tastes like wood. But because he sent them there, guess what? That was probably the best gourmet meal that they had even though that they were allowed to eat certain things. But we related to today. When God gives us an assignment, he has already prepared the way. He has already went before us. So we don't have to worry about what's ahead. If he sent us out for the task, he's going to make the everything from the time that he gives instructions to everything to make sure that 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 task and that assignment is complete. So we don't have to fret. We can be encouraged to go. We don't have to worry about what's ahead because he if if he did it, he set it up and it's all good. Grace shares Just wants to share that that we be encouraged about. Stop looking at what's going to happen. What if maybe I've been there before? They ain't going to accept me. That's not what he told you to do. Go because he said go. Do what he said do, the instructions to do, the directions to go. Love you, Says.
5: Love you more. So what we're going to do is we're going to end on that note.
2: Um. Hold on one second. Can y'all still
5: hear, can you still hear me?
2: Real quickly, can you still repeat those
9: scriptures again? I didn't have no pen. This is Jill.
5: Um, you talking to me or are you talking to Rochelle?
9: No, t- I was talking to you.
3: I'm sorry.
5: Oh, okay. Oh, the three. I said Ephesians two eight through nine, uh, Romans ten nine through ten, and then John one and nine. I'll okay. add one more.
3: Oh, what's the, the other, other one? John 3.16. Okay.
5: Yeah, those are really, really, really good foundational scriptures to know.
3: Weren't you in Luke as well?
5: I didn't give that as a backup for, I was, this morning, for this morning's lesson. You can always read that as far as the discipleship plan. But I didn't give the, the Luke scripture as a part of putting stuff under your belt as far as um, Helping people to understand about salvation, about God's love, those kinds of things.
3: Got it. Got. it. I understand. Got
5: it. No worries. Thank you for thank you for interjecting. Listen, we're going to end end the call differently on tonight. On um, tonight, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm talking like a preacher, huh? We're going to end the call differently this morning. Uh, Because God has been so good to us. God woke us up this morning. God allowed us to hear his word. And we're going to end this call on a high note by corporate worship. I'm going to invite you to take your phones off mute. I'm going to start it off. And then we're going to jump in and we're going to begin to praise and celebrate God for who he is to us, what he is to us. We're going to thank him for all that he's done. Thank him that we had the mind to be obedient to accept his invitation. Father, we want to thank you for this day. This is a day we've never seen before. We'll never see it again, but you allowed us. In addition to that, you gave us brand new mercies today. They're not recycled. They're brand new mercies. They're brand new mercies that we have access to. And Father, we just wanna bless you today because there's none like you. Come on, take your phone off mute. We wanna bless you, we wanna thank you. You kept us throughout the night. God, thank yeah. you that you rebuked the death.
3: Thank you, Lord.
5: Thank you, Lord God, yes. for the wisdom yes. and the understanding you, that you gave us of your word. You, How important it is oh, for us you. to yeah. understand the we will the
2: gospel and share God we not of and we and we the we are you, we not tired of we are not the we will of the we are you, we will you, the we are the we are we 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 will we you we are the we of we you, we you, we you we are the we we are we 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 the Lord Holy and Thank you that you are the parent, Holy Power, help God. us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you help us out of situations. You help us help in situations. That we, we thank you because you are our brother. We, we thank you because you convict us of yeah. sin. We thank you because you make us holy. You teach us and you, you, you direct us. You empower us. Thank you because you are the Spirit of the Father Lord. Thank you because you are the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you because you are the Spirit of God. Thank you because you are the Spirit of the Living God. Thank you because you, you are the spirit of the Father. The you, 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 you are the spirit of Christ and
6: the that spirit of His Son. Thank you because you are the spirit of life. You are the spirit of grace. the spirit of Christ. You are the
2: spirit of truth. the spirit of holiness. You are the spirit of wisdom and revelation. You are the spirit of justice and judgment. You are the spirit of fire. You are the spirit of the Lord. We glorify Your great name. We thank You because You're worthy, God of all our praise. We do have the ability to praise You all to to so not not We're not even aware of it, but God, we thank you today for all that you've done all that you're going Thank you for the power, and the glory of God. Thank you, God. Thank you, hallelujah. God, we bless you.
5: Thank you for those that are seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you that you fall fresh today. Hallelujah. Fill them, God. Fill them with your power. Hallelujah. God, we
2: bless you. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. We bless you. Thank you, God, for all I that you. you do. Lord. Thank, Lord. You, thank you I for thank all you. that you're going to thank do.
5: You. Oh, we, bless. Oh, you. we will not thank be silent, you. for your word thank tells us you. that if we don't cry thank out, the rocks rock in our place. And so yes. it's thank such you. there's so much work to be done. And we don't all have to do it the same way. Give us a strategy, Father. Give us a plan each day to find out what it is that you want us to have to be like. This person or that person. We have our own unique ministries based upon our circumstance. So we refuse to leave a call, the Victory call, without giving your name praise, glory, and honor. We thank you for the obedient hearts and. And we thank you. We command our morning. Today will be a great day because this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice in it. We thank you that we are equipped to do our jobs today, uh, whether it is uh, wh- whatever that job is out in the marketplace. We are equipped to be lights and examples, we are equipped to be living letters, living epistles. So that part of our evangelism uh, may be, or discipling may be showing our cool, being cool, calm, and collecting. God, whatever it is, whatever it is, while we're there at our work in the marketplace today, if we're going shopping, if we're going, whatever it is that we we're going to the bank, whatever it is that we got to do, that we enter those establishments prepared to share a kind word, prepared to smile. To be prepared to be the Jesus that somebody somebody needs to see us today. God, help us to realize we're on assignment. Oh Father, we thank you. Thank you for another chance and thank you for brand new mercies. It's in the matchless name of Jesus that we pray and give thanks. Will of God. Amen. 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 I hope that you guys got some fire under you this morning i hope that you didn't allow yourself to be condemned if you're not doing you know things you got a little information this morning and now you are ready to begin working and you ain't gonna work it ain't gonna work till you start working it so y'all be encouraged i believe the women's call tonight with our great uh evangelist dr lisa porter um who's going to be teaching tonight at 6 p.m. the same number. And if you're not able to get on the call this evening, you are free to join us. Tomorrow is Friday, September the 26th, all day long. And the brothers are going to bring a sufficient word on tomorrow. So if you have a brother, evangelize to that brother and ask him, tell him you should get on this call. It's really, really good uh, or however you want to say it. All right, I love y'all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.
1: Amen. God bless everyone.
8: God bless you all. Have a
0: magnificent day.
2: Walk in victory.
8: Have a blessed, magnificent
3: day. Everybody, love you.
2: good morning.